Is there anybody here who was born on the 22nd of March? Anybody whose birthday is on the 22nd of March? No? Do you know anybody who was born on 22nd of March? No. Do you know what happens on 22nd of March in this world? Yes. There's about here. So, so national, International Day for Water. So why is water being celebrated by the International United Nations Organization? Because everybody is not having the luxury of opening the tap and getting the water. There are countries where there is no tap. So people have to go and get water. So in 2019, the international year of the day of the water, the theme was no one left behind. That means everybody should have water. So we are going to discuss about these um, six points today. So that is your take home points today. We have already discussed about no water, no life through the children's story in the last video. And we are going to talk about meaning of water in the scriptures later. And then what are the signs of we not having spiritual uh, water? Do we realize we are thirsty? Sometimes we don't. Then we are going to talk about what is living water and how to ask Jesus Christ for living water. And then if we get river of water of life in us, how we will be. Can you close W? You can close it. Can you take off the screen? Great, thank you. So, we know that we don't want anybody to be left out. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ had the same plan for spiritual water. So he did not want it to be left out. He didn't want anybody to be left behind. So I'm sure you all know the story of Nicodemus. He came to talk to Jesus Christ. And then what did Jesus Christ tell Nicodemus? What did he tell? So Nicodemus came in the night to meet Jesus Christ, right? And he wanted to inherit what? Make money? Eternal life. Can you be? Thank you, sister. So, eternal life. So, how can you get eternal life? Anybody? Yes. Has to be born again. So, equally, there is another thing to get eternal life. So, in this situation, the person who wanted eternal life did not realize she needs. So Jesus Christ went to her, right? So Jesus Christ and his disciples went to a place called Sychar. And Jesus was sitting near the well of, what was the name of the well? Anybody? Jesus, 
Jacob's well, very good. So Jacob's well, Jesus was waiting, and a lady came. He, she didn't come looking for Jesus Christ. She came to get physical water. And she did not even know that she is thirsty. So some of us are like that. But one thing we learn from Jesus' story about the Samaritan woman, he was so gentle. He gave her the message very, very nicely. He never told her anything about her sin. He only told her, give me water. By saying, give me water, he made himself to her level. He was willing to drink water from her cup or whatever she had. I'm not sure whether you have seen this. Uh, even now in India, if you go to small villages, and if you go to a hotel or a small coffee shop in India, in front, they will have small cups hanging outside. And those cups are meant for people who are called so-called untouchable. So the people of that country don't want to be equal to the untouchables, whereas Jesus Christ here was making himself equal to the Samaritan woman. And then, first of all, the disciples didn't know why he was talking to her. So when they came back from the marketplace with food and water, everything, so they were wondering, what is he doing with this lady? So they said, first of all, she's a Samaritan woman. She can't be included. Then number two, she's a woman. Why Jesus Christ should be talking to a woman on her own? Take her out. And then when they learned that she was immoral, she's completely taken off. So they were advising Jesus Christ, don't do anything with her. But he didn't listen to them. In the same way, he doesn't exclude me or you. It is often the so-called religious people who exclude themselves from getting the living water. They are proud and they want to be rewarded. This living water is not a reward. It is not a salary. It is a gift of God. All you have to do is ask Jesus Christ. If you don't ask, you don't get it. Right? So, the woman must be thinking, what is this gift of God he's talking about? Who is this man who is talking to me? Maybe I should take this living water. Maybe I don't have to come here every day. So she didn't understand at that point what is involved in this. When she finished talking to him, can you play the short video separately? called answer. So before, yeah, just keep it there. I'm going to ask all the members here, you watched the story of disciples and Jesus Christ going to Sychar, right? You have read the story many times, many people have told you. If you watched the video, and there was something wrong with that video, unfortunately it was made by an Adventist organization. Uh, can you play that? 
There was one small thing, I think it's an important issue. Just answer, yeah, if you play the answer, yeah. I'm not hearing the sound. Can you play that again, please? Sorry about this. Yeah, yeah. I am he. I am he. So, what was the question she asked? We know Christ is going to come. Messiah is going to come. Then he tells her, I am he. So in this clip, the woman who went back to the village has something missing. Whereas in the previous video, you saw the woman not missing them, something. What was wrong with the first video? Anybody? Any volunteer? So when Jesus Christ told her, I am he, she was choked shocked and left her vessel there and in the second video you can see her running without anything so i wrote to the people who made the video i hope they have changed it okay so that's all about the lady getting living water and then jesus christ as i said came to her level and he he, he did not give her a moral lesson she didn't he didn't tell her, you are a naughty woman. How can you marry five people? Leave them and then living with somebody else. He never said a word about that. So we who want to make disciples for Jesus Christ should be like that. We don't have to point to somebody that you did this, you did this. There's no need. All we want them is to receive the living water. Okay, now, the second thing is about um, Jesus Christ offering the water again. So that was a personal invitation to that lady. So the lady was not interested, she did not know she needs water, but Jesus Christ came to her. The second time, there was a festival. Can anybody say what was the festival? The festival where Jesus Christ announces that you can have water, living water. What is the festival? Maybe we should read John 7, 37, 38 again. On the last and most important day of the festival. It's the last day, most important day of the festival. Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the scripture has said, will have streams of living water flowing from deep within him. So, last day was the eighth day. In those days, in Old Testament, when this festival was done, it was done for seven days. And the same festival was done in the New Testament for eight days. So what the priests will do is they go to 
the pool of Silawal. Do you know that? Do you remember the pool of Silawal? Where people get healed? So they take water from there and all the people will go back to the temple and pour the water. So they do this for every day for seven days. On the eighth day, they will have an empty thing to pour. Do you know why it is empty? In remembrance of who? And why is this celebration done? Festival of Tabernacle. Have you read this story any time? So the tabernacle was done to remember how Jesus helped, God helped the people of Israel from Egypt to the promised land. So normally how many days, it, days does it take to go from the Egyptian city and to the promised land? How many days does it take normally? Okay. How many years it took for the Israel, people of Israel to go? How many years they walked? 40 years, yes. So they walked for 40 years. Actually, it only is supposed to take 40 days. Okay? Now, on the last day, Jesus Christ was participating in the last day of celebration. Okay? This time, every day when they put the water, they all will be celebrating, making noise, clapping hands. On the last day, when they pour empty container, they all will be silent. And that is the time Jesus Christ shouted. And what did he shout? If any one of you is thirsty, come to me and drink. If you believe in me, the Hebrew scriptures Scriptures say that rivers of living water will flow from you. Okay? Now, so we have learned two stories, very important stories. So we all come to church, and I come to church, you come to church, with hopes and dreams and expectations. Many times we go back home empty. Are we thirsty for God? Or are we like the woman who does not realize she needs water? Are we willing to drink the living water? Are we willing to live forever? Do we plan to eat the flesh of Jesus Christ, which is the living bread? Now, what is the sign of people who don't drink water properly or who don't eat properly. There are four things. One is we use bad language, including me. All of us have used bad language. So when things don't work, we use some word. The car which was giving every day a good ride doesn't start. So we kick the car, don't we? So it's a mistake. We didn't keep the car properly. We didn't maintain the car properly, but we kick it. And we use all kinds of words. When we open the water, the water doesn't come. Then we curse because 364 days water was coming. 
So we don't appreciate those 364 days. So this is a sign. If we do this, that means we need to drink the holy water. And then our service, we are not able to function normally. And if you read Philippians uh, 1, 9, 10, and 11, can anybody read Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10 and 11? Can we read? Whoever takes first can read. Philippians chapter 1, verse 9, 10, 11. So, people who have had living water will have the fruits of what God has given. So, if we don't do that, if we cannot provide service, then there is a lack of service. And people who are quick-tempered immediately lose snap. And those people are thirsty and they don't realize. And we have problems with lack of control. When somebody does not drink water for some time, their muscles contract and get spasm. Similarly, in spiritual dehydration, we can't control our lives because there is no Holy Spirit. And then we make unwise choices. So what makes us unclean today? Or what makes us dehydrated today? There is a pastor, Pastor Jackman, who says, today's world, what Adam and Eve was created by God is gone. The definition of family is gone. So we don't have the courage to raise and tell that is wrong. We want to accept what is abnormal as normal. So the sexual immorality, what you see on the television, what happens, story, all this is becoming new norm. The end of the world, when we are all going to be sleeping, Jesus Christ is going to come. And then we use the F word for everything. We don't realize. Unfortunately, sometimes we give a last name, damn, for God. So all these things will be judged. Bible says we will be judged for every careless word we speak. After reading that, I'm really trembling every day. We will be judged for every careless word we speak. And then also the rudeness has increased. We can't wait. We have faster cars, but we can't wait for 10 seconds because the signal is not working. Or the man behind you has overtaken you, so we all get road rage. So these are all signs of our 
dehydration. And that leads to crime, right? London is the world's capital of knife crime. It all starts with small things, some toothpaste. So we need living waters. And I want you to listen to this song, and then we'll summarize. Sorry about this. While that is getting ready, I just want to say that Jesus talked to us about the lost coin. So some of us are like lost coin. We can't tell that we are lost. And then some of us are like the lamb which got lost. The lamb knows it is lost, does not know how to get out but can make noise and tell God, sorry God, help me. So some of us are like coin, lost coin, some of us are like lamb, and some of us are like the man who took his money from his father and went away. And he wants to come back. He knows he has to come back. He's willing to come back. But he needs the support from his father. Is it not playing? which was on the screen. Okay, can you play from my computer, the same thing? Anyway, so uh, I think you don't have to play. Leave it. So what is this living water? they're talking about. So the living water is the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and the living water is the Spirit of God Himself, and it is the very essence of God, God's energy, God's love, God's forgiveness, God's words, God's feelings, God's attitudes, God's actions. It is the very presence of God. That is the Spirit. What Jesus wants to give you, give me, in full measure, is his Holy Spirit. The last point is, our body and our life is made of four things. Mind, body, emotions, and spirit. We all have a mind, and then it grows. And we all have a body, and that grows. We all have emotions, and it grows. And we have spirit, which also grows. But our spirit is not enough. We need the spirit of the Holy Spirit. Then that influences 
our growth. Okay, so the last point for the afternoon is what is the price of this living water? How expensive it is? Can you compare this living water to anything else? Okay, so I'm not sure if any of you know somebody called Malcolm Muggeridge. Have you heard? Okay, so Malcolm Muggeridge was a very resourceful Christian. And he resigned his job from a top university position because the government started giving contraceptive pills. The whole world is supporting everything other than God's words. We want children to grow into adults. We want them to do physiologically everything. We do everything other than what God wanted us to do. So he said, when I, I'm a successful man, sometimes when I go onto the street, people look at me and say, oh, this man. So I become very famous. And then with the money I have, I can pay tax and the tax man knows that I earn more money. And then even though I have earned money, I would like to do some voyage, cruise ships, pleasure. And then sometimes people may recognize that I wrote something, that is Malcolm McGridge wrote something, oh, he said this 50 years ago. That is called fulfillment. So all these things, what we achieve in the world, multiply each one of them by a million times. Put it on one side of the balance. And the one drought of water, living water on the other side, will never match. So we are missing something. And for some reason, the living water story didn't get much attention than born again. I don't know the reason. Possibly we are all thinking about Nicodemus, a learned man who came to God, Jesus Christ. Whereas God went to this poor woman who is not remembered very well. So if you came to the, um, the day in Liscard, what is it called? Uh, Fellowship Day, the preacher from somewhere who is the head of something, he came and gave a talk and he mentioned this, that born again, and living water are equally important, but nobody seems to remember living water. 